0: Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Raya. I write an automotive column for Bay Area News Group, and I edit and publish the website theweeklydriver.com since 2004 now. My colleague across the table, we haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks, is Bruce Aldrich. And today we have an adventurer on. Um, uh, I think it's a, it's a dream that a lot of people have, living uh, on the road. And um, in a nice place. Big beautiful RV in a nice big beautiful RV, <laughs> and our guest is Spencer Stevens, and he is on the road with his wife Christy and his son Cade. Is that correct? That is correct. So Spencer, welcome. Thanks, Thanks for being available. We we look forward to jumping into a good um, talk about your your travels on the road. Could you just start with giving us an overview of how this began? Um, I'm sure you've been over it many times, but. Give our listeners a um a good cliff notes version of how it all began for your family.
1: Sure. It's uh it's actually it's a fun story to tell, so I don't sure. I don't mind telling it. But Great. uh in, in early two thousand nineteen my wife um wa- earned a sabbatical from her from her job, which was a, a three month sabbatical. So yes. we decided to go to go big and we uh we went to New Zealand and Australia for six weeks. And that was the first time that we had really spent quality time like that, uh, for that amount of time as a family. And we came home from that trip and, and w- with kind of a mission to, to live more like that, spend more time together. And so, uh, later that year, we decided to put our house on the market. We bought an RV in early 2020, which is, um, as you can imagine, a, a, a daunting <laughs> time to do it, but we yes. decided to, to push through and, um, we've been on the road now for almost a year and a half. And it's, it's been the most amazing experience for all three of us. And, um, we're, we're so, uh, excited for, for all the things that we've done and for what we have in our, in our future. And it's just been, been an amazing trip so far.
2: Do you, do you like being with your own rig going where you want, when you want versus the, your six week trip that you mentioned, which is better?
1: Yeah, uh, Well, um, I think the, the six-week trip was definitely the eye-opening experience. And, and that was really cool because we were in a different country and we got to meet um, different people from different cultures and kind of understand how, how uh, a different place in the, in the world lives. Um, but as we're doing it now is how I would, how I would ideally kind of frame it up. We, Like you said, we get to go where we want to go, when we want to go, stay as long as we want, leave early if we want to. Um, and we really get to just kind of chase the beautiful places in this country and have had some amazing experiences.
0: If, if, um, you've gone over this before, again, I just apologize. Do you guys have, um, a roadmap and say, we're going to visit, uh, you're in Texas, by the way, I forgot to mention that. Uh, do you say we're going to be in Texas for a couple of months or we wake up one morning and say, Hey, let's, let's leave today and go somewhere tomorrow. Or do you have a definite plan about these adventures?
1: Well, so my wife is very much a planner and I am kind of the, the, which way is the wind blowing? Let's, let's go that way. Kind of guy. So we uh, we try to, we try to meet in the middle. um, And she usually has us planned out two or three months. um, But there have definitely been times where we um, felt like we had, kind of seen everything we wanted to in a certain location and and left a little early and went on to the next place. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the big things that we love about the way that we're living right now is just the freedom and flexibility to kind of be where we want to be and, uh, not be tied down, um, to a, to a stationary place at, at this season in our life. So it's, it's really cool.
0: If I can ask, um, I think it's, it's pertinent because you have a young child. Um, what are mm-hmm. your ages, and I'm sure you have a pretty, pretty good energy level, and, and how is, what, is oh, your, yeah. what does your son think about all this? He's 4 or 5, I think?
1: Yes, he just turned 5 a couple uh, weeks ago. I apologize for the background noise. I'm sitting outside at our campground.
0: No, um, I don't hear a thing. It's great.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so, yeah, he, he turned 5 a couple weeks ago, and honestly, he was, he was a big reason that we decided to do this. Um, my wife and I both had corporate careers, And we would, you know, the routine was drop him off at school in the morning and pick him up in the evening and hopefully have an hour, maybe two with him before he goes to bed and then wash, rinse, repeat, do the same thing all over again. And we kind of realized in the first couple of years that we, we just felt like we were missing a lot of, of the, the cool things that happened. You know, his school would document, like if he started taking his first steps or if he was eating with a fork or something like that. And we're like, Oh, that's great, but he's doing it there and not with us. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we're grateful enough that we, we had the, the ability to, um, turn our corporate careers into a business for ourselves. And, and now we get to go on the road and experience life with him every day, which is not without its challenges by any means. Um, we also, we also have an 80 pound golden retriever,
0: (laughs) (laughs) another (laughs) child, a year old. (laughs)
1: Yes, Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, and so, uh, Ooh, it's, it, it's challenging at times, but it's, it's so much more fulfilling. Um, the scales are definitely tipped in the positive, positive direction on it, for sure.
2: That's, that sounds like a fantastic lifestyle. Really does. That 80-pound uh, uh, retriever, though, that kind of makes all of a sudden the motorhome small.
1: <laughs> yep. So we, we have a, uh, a 37-foot Holiday Rambler Vacationer. It's a, um, it's a gas A-class coach. And, um, it's, it's been awesome. We have bunk beds in there for our son. So he's kind of got his own little space, his own room that we call it. Um, and then we, uh, when we got the puppy, we got a collapsible dog crate for him. So that's really helpful because when we don't need to use it, we can just fold it up and it, it stows out of the way. So, um, you know, a lot of people think that living in an RV, uh, is you know, everybody's on top of each other or everybody's kind of in each other's space. And we have found that, that we've been able to make it work and we really, we really enjoy it. Um, and it, we don't feel crowded in there. Um, you know, when, when there's a string of eight rainy days in a row, like we just had mm-hmm. <laughs> down here on the Gulf coast, that yes. kind of gets cramped at, at, at times, but Um, you know, overall it's, it's not something where, um, we feel like we're on top of each other at all.
2: Spencer, could you take us through in the beginning when you first decided to go with the class A, I'm sure you looked at the other, Mm -hmm. the other options as well for RVing. Um, what was the intimidation factor and, and, you know, unless you're an 18 wheel long haul trucker, that thing's (laughs) pretty big. I mean, what are you thinking and, and how did that go?
1: It is. It is really big. And I actually wrote an article for um, Holiday Rambler's blog on on kind of a newbie learning to drive a, an A-class. Um, you know, we went to – originally we were looking at C-classes, and we went to an RV show and walked through some of those and walked through an A-class or a few A-classes and realized that um, in terms of what we were looking for, especially with a, with a gas A-class, um, the prices for them weren't drastically – over and above what we could get a C class for, so that's that was a big deciding factor in in getting an A class. Um, and then the first one we went to look at, we were lo- looking at it. Well, it was actually the one we bought, the Holiday Rambler, and we were walking through, and we were we were kind of um, you know in that that state of euphoria, like oh wow, this thing is beautiful. This this could actually be our house. Like we could we could take this across the country. It's going to be amazing. And then the the seller goes, so uh, you want to take it for a test drive? And I was like. He kind of just snatched me right who, who back to reality. Like, me? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like now? Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't um, got a driver you know, yet. <laughs> right, and and the biggest thing I had driven previously was you know a 16 foot, 20 foot box truck or something when we were moving out of our house. Um, but I was like, well, you know what? If I'm going to drive this thing across the country, I, I I gotta I gotta take the first few miles somewhere. So thankfully, we were in a small town in North Carolina. Um, and we just kind of took it for a few miles around town and, you know, it really, really wasn't as bad. I just had to keep the, the main points in my mind of take turns wider than you think you need to and give a whole lot more braking distance than, than you're used to in a car. And you kind of keep those things in mind and the, in the first, first few hundred miles are, are, um, are not too bad.
2: So you got used to it pretty quickly then.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We've put we when we bought it, we had it had I think fifty eight hundred miles on it, um, so it was it was almost brand new, and now we have I think over seventeen thousand miles on it. So we've in a year and a half, we've we've that's a lot of RV miles in a year and a half. So. Sure it
2: is. I, I also saw your blog that you were describing and what you're mentioning now, and you uh, what you had to say about road signs and their uh, yeah the, the, the advisories and what you said about that.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, you were saying about long haul truckers and, and kind of the difference between driving a, a car or an SUV and driving a, a very large vehicle is that there's signage that doesn't apply to you in a car that you kind of get used to ignoring that all of a sudden becomes very relevant to you <laughs> when, you're, <laughs> when you're piloting a, a, a big A class or even some of the bigger fifth wheels out there. Um, you know, you have to be aware of your vehicle weight and your vehicle height. And, um, we came to, we were going through Western New York when we first started and came across an old train trestle bridge that had a huge sign that said 10 foot, 10 inches. That's not which that is high. About, yeah. No, that's about two feet lower than, than the top of our air conditioning units. And thankfully, thankfully it was a huge sign. So I was able to see it, um, in, in enough uh, of an advance to be able to make a a move um and then even more thankfully, there was a huge parking lot right there that was empty, so I was able to pull in there and make a, a giant wide u turn and go find a different route but yeah that's that 's something that the those road signs those speed advisories, and those height and weight signs you have to have to really pay attention to
2: yeah i 'll bet uh something that just came to mind when when you mentioned u turn which is, uh, you need a football field to do that, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. do, do you pull a car so that when you get to a destination, you can drive, or how does that we, work?
1: We do. We pull. We pull a Jeep Wrangler, um, and so, like I said, our our vacationers thirty seven feet In between the tow bar and the Wrangler. I think we're we a total of about fifty five. Um, Good so lord. So pretty pretty long. Yes. And um, it's it's interesting. The uh, the Our vacationer has the, the rear view camera for, for backing up, but yes. it also has a feature that you can just turn it on and leave it on all the time. So I actually turn that on while I'm driving just to sort of glance at the Jeep every once in a while just to make sure it's back there. I don't actually feel it um, unless we go over a, a big bump or some train tracks or something. But in terms of actually just hauling it down the road, it's, it's really smooth and, and I don't even notice it back there. Um, but it does make it interesting when, you know, trying to find a gas station or, or something like that. Um, I got to be able to make sure I can maneuver in and out without having to back up because I can't back up while the Jeep is attached. So
2: no, that, that seems um, like a scary concept, not being able to back
1: up. <laughs> it is. It makes you, it makes you, um, it almost makes you a chess player behind the wheel. Cause you gotta, you gotta look three or four moves ahead, um, before you commit to something. And I've only had to do that twice. <laughs> wow.
2: Hey, how do you? What do you think of the gas prices?
1: Uh, they're a, not fun.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I actually have a picture when we started. um and I think it was at the end of 2020, and we were in Wyoming. And I got a picture of our rig at the gas station. I didn't mean to, but the gas prices in the background—it was 197. Oh my gosh! And I. I miss those days. <laughs> oh wow, yeah.
0: Yes. How big is your tank?
1: It is a eighty gallon fuel tank.
0: Eighty gallons. So yeah. So that's a four hundred dollar investment each time.
1: Uh yeah. I tried to keep it above half tank just mm. to just to minimize the, the um, you know, once at a time pain. But um yeah, it's it's actually not too bad if it's flat or we're going downhill. It's when we're we're in the mountains and we're we're going up and up and down the the mountain passes that it it really starts to to get noticeable. But um, you know that's just part of the part of the journey. It's one of those things that we we budgeted in. Um, we've had to adjust that budget a little bit in the past three four months. But um, you know that's that's just part of it. Sure. Yeah.
2: If you're thinking car travel, it, it's expensive. But if you're just thinking of yeah as you know uh, hotel lodging or. What you pay, uh, you know, your daily rate at the at the uh, RV place, uh, it's right. not a big deal. But yeah, just thinking right. gas only compared to a car, it's not so fun. But don't don't even go uh, there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and if and, and every time somebody asks me, they say, "Hey, what's uh, what's the gas mileage on that?" and I'm like. Um, we average about six oh, my. and everybody about falls over. Sure, <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like, yeah, if you had a, a car like that, you'd get rid of it immediately. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm hauling around, uh, my family, just about everything we own and, and our vehicle behind us. So, um, you know, I can't expect to get fantastic gas mileage from anything, um, when I'm doing that, but Um, we also stay the way we travel. We stay at a place for a month at a time. Um, we like to kind of immerse ourselves in a community and get to know the, the local hotspots and, and really be able to work, play and, and relax where we are. We, when we started out, we were moving pretty quickly and decided that we didn't like that. So that also helps with the gas thing. If we're moving once a month, um, you know, we're only filling up maybe half a tank or three quarters of a tank um, once a month. So that helps to keep that, that number low as well. Yeah. Spencer,
0: true. I have a, a close friend in the RV industry and, um, he's gone out for years and years and years with different, um, motorhomes and RVs, small, large. And, and, uh, he runs mm-hmm. a, he runs a site called RV com, and he's pretty prominent in the RV industry. But he's always explained. Yeah, I think
1: I've come across him.
0: Yeah, he's always, uh, he's always um, explained or tried to explain, and I can't quite grasp the RV community, um, and I mean it as a good thing. So when you go to a yeah. place for a month or six weeks or a week even, do you find that there's sort of a community within the community and and people are, are pretty accommodating when you stay in a, in a place for a month, and do you get to know people across the country?
1: Yeah, we have we, we've said it a hundred times. If we haven't said it a thousand times, it's the best part about this journey so far has been the people that we've met. And, um, it's, it's just been amazing. And in campgrounds everywhere, regardless of where you're from or where somebody else is from, everybody is always willing to lend a hand, offer you a beer after a, after a long drive, um, you know, lend you a tool if you need, if you need something, um The very first time that that we went on a on a camping trip, which was a shakedown run about thirty minutes from from my wife 's parents, where we were staying at the time, um just to like figure out what we were doing because we had never done it before um and I had to do about a seventy five point turn to get our rig into <laughs> our campsite. And I got out and I looked at the, at the guy next to us who was sitting outside of his camper. I said, does it look like it was my first time? He Mm -hmm. goes, yep. That's good. That's good. (laughs) And then he came over and helped me with the hookups. And he, he's like, you know, here's your sewer hookup. Here's your hose. Here's your, here's your electric. Make sure you put your, um, surge protector in first, then plug your rig in. So like, the people that we've met have been easily one of the best parts of this whole journey so far. And especially at a time when, when it kind of seems like everybody wants to be mean to each other. Um, it's been really refreshing to see that people are overall very good. They're very kind, they're very giving. And we, we always try and, and be that to others as well. Um, as we, as we travel throughout the country.
0: That's just sounds so refreshing because you know, I think you're absolutely right. Everybody agrees that we're, we're kind of polarized in our country right now and yeah. and um boy uh not to be too heavy-handed but it, a little bit of effort from everybody's part goes a long way in a in a strange world in which we live so that just sounds uh, wonderful. Yeah.
1: It just sounds wonderful. Exactly. And it's it's interesting if you if you kind of turn off the the uh the news a little bit and just kind of live in 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 the moment and and meet the people where you are it's it's so much so much of a better experience and and that's what we found everywhere we've been so far and it's it's really been awesome
2: i agree with you i have an rv as well and it's a it's just a great group of people we always seem to meet uh in the campgrounds
1: yeah it's, I mean, and we we do a um, we do a cooking show for Blackstone Griddles on their YouTube channel. Yes, and we'll set up we'll set up in a in a campground and be shooting our show. And as people are walking their dogs or just passing by, they're like, "Hey, what are you guys up to?" And we tell them, <laughs> and they're like, "All right, we're gonna go subscribe. We'll 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 watch you on the YouTube later." That's great. Um, you know, just that kind of thing. It's just everybody's interested in, in what's going on, what are the people doing, where are you from, how have you been, what's been going on. Like, it's it's almost like meeting old friends for the first time and it's it's fantastic
2: well a lot of people are outdoors too they're at their fire pit they're making dinner they're walking their dogs so people are out of doors more i think than possibly at least a lot of neighborhoods
1: yeah yeah and the fresh air just is is just gives you positive positive vibes all throughout (laughs) yeah
0: spencer the fearful give this um terminology, uh, as a celebrity, if you, if you don't mind that term, <laughs> um, what, what have been some of the experiences you mentioned the YouTube channel? Are you, do you have a constant flow of, of emails and people contacting you? And what has that experience been like with your relationship with holiday and uh, the things that you guys are doing in the, I guess, for lack of a better term, the social media world, what, what has that experience mm-hmm. been like? Did you have a background in that in your corporate world? And uh, was there a learning yeah, curve so- for you?
1: Um, yeah, so my wife and I are both, uh, have, have marketing backgrounds from, from the corporate world. She was in, in brand marketing and I was in product marketing and we actually met when we, when we worked together at, at Under Armour. Um, and so we kind of took, took our learnings and our experience from, from our careers and said, Hey, we can go do this for ourselves. Um, she also has a fashion blog that she's been working on for the past few years. So we were pretty familiar with kind of how everything worked in the in the social media world, but um it's w- the way that we've tried to structure it for ourselves is to to work with brands that um that are in the the industry or in the space of what we're doing already. Yeah, Um and that becomes just a natural fit for us to create content for them and for us. Um where it where it doesn't look like we're a commercial, it just looks like you know, we're living and we're, we're using these things and we're, um, just sharing our experiences and, and, and what we're using those, those different products for in our, in our, our daily lives. Um, and with holiday Rambler, it's been, it's been so much fun. First, the people are there are, are really great to work with. They're, um, they're a lot of fun, you know, every once in a while, we'll just text back and forth on, on non-work topics. Um, but they actually came out and filmed us twice last year uh, to kind of do a day in the life of um, obviously showcasing how we how we live in our vacationer and how we kind of like to travel and different places we go. So they came and filmed us in Moab and in Arches National Park. And then they came and filmed us in um, Wyoming in the Grand Teton National Park. Wow. And, they picked um, the good ones. They picked the good spots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and it, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. And so then I mentioned the, the, um, the Blackstone thing, like where we, we have a show on their YouTube channel where we just cook meals from wherever we are and kind of showcase cool backgrounds and cool camping meals that you can make on your Blackstone. Um, you know, wherever you go. And, um, we also work with Orca Coolers, which is a, um, an outdoor cooler and drinkware company. Yes. Um, and so those things just naturally fit into our lifestyle. So it's not, it's not anything where we, um, have to kind of force it. Uh, it just kind of naturally, naturally works just, just in how we live.
0: The, uh, um, the term influencer has a bad reputation sometimes. And I think it's unfair yeah. because influencer can be a good thing. You know, it's, it's, you are influencing yeah. and it's, it's not a dirty word by any stretch of the imagination. It's a good thing.
1: Right. And I think, um, I think that's part of what we try to do is be a positive influence. I don't want to be, I don't want to be somebody who's just um, showing you different things, hoping you buy them all the time. But I want to show you things that uh, if, if what we're doing is something you're trying to do, that the things that we're using work for us, and maybe they can work for you too. Um, Good way to say that. That's, yeah, that's how I want to, that's how I want to portray it because I know that in, in, in my personal, um, you know, scrollings of, of social media, anytime I see somebody that every, every other post is like by this, or this is really cool, or this is really cool. And then three posts later they're, they're doing a competitor cause their contract with the other one ran out. And that just, that like sours me on the, on the whole thing. So we try to be consistent. We try and, and make sure that we, we are we are promoting things that, that we use and love. And um, you know, because of that we've we've turned down some some opportunities just because those things didn't naturally fit into to how we live. So
0: Gotcha. That makes sense.
1: Spencer, but, do you yeah, but I would say celebrity is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Persona- I apologize. Personality, I apologize. Then. <laughs> no personality. No, no Influencer,
0: uh, <laughs> dad. How about dad, husband,
1: all that? Uh, that- I'm yeah. Dad and husband first, for yeah, sure. There you go. Spencer,
2: where's your next stop and why?
1: Do you know it yet? We are we are headed uh, from here. We are going to New Mexico uh, for a few weeks, and then we're going to head north through Colorado. We didn't do Colorado last year, so that was kind of the one um, that we missed that we wanted to make sure we got to. So we definitely want to check out Durango, and, um, like Telluride and Ouray and those, those places in kind of Southern places, Colorado. Yeah.
2: I like Telluride. I
0: like yeah, that, absolutely. Man. You have um, to uh, take your tape to take the Jeep through there's the Aspen for us. A lot of hills though. Watch that gas mileage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm, I'm also actively trying to find a way around the million dollar highway. Cause I've heard nothing but, uh, white knuckle, um, you know, cold sweat stories about driving big rigs <laughs>
0: oh, yes, <laughs> up five
1: fifty from oh, Durango goodness. to, to Um,
0: You since you have a family, Spencer. I'm going to ch- change topics a little bit.
1: Um,
0: sure. Is your son um, of school age yet? Uh, is five years old? Might be kindergarten, I think, or maybe even first grade. How are you approaching he, that yet, when you do, if you haven't already?
1: Yeah, so he just turned uh, just turned five. Yes. so. I think he would be in kindergarten this coming fall. Yes. Um, so we don't do anything formal yet. Before we hit the road, we had him in a Goddard school back in Maryland, which um, set him up with an absolutely amazing foundation um, for for learning and for being interested in new things. Um, since we've been on the road, we set up a uh, what we call a learning center in, in the RV. So we had sort of a if you can believe it, a small space of blank wall. Mm-hmm. And I attached a whiteboard to that for him. So we've got magnetic letters and numbers and he can, um, write his name on it and we do the days of the week and the months of the year and all that kind of stuff. And then we've also got, um, some workbooks for him that we'll do, uh, occasionally and a subscription to a, a service called ABC mouse, which is, uh, it's like an online school type service, um with just like educational games and stuff like that. So um in terms of like actual schooling it's just kind of an occasional keep him moving in the right direction. Uh but in terms of like life learning, the experience overall has been He's way ahead just unbelievable for him. You took the words Um, out of my mouth
0: kind of that he's getting being married to a teacher, I'm not insulting any educators here, I hope, but <laughs> what an education he's already getting, and and you guys are killing yeah. it. I mean, with the whiteboard you just explained and, and his adventures on the road, I mean, he's kidding. Not that I'm not a parent, but what an education he's already getting, so great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were, um, we were in Sedona last year, and we met up with another family that lives full-time on the road, and we went for a hike in Sedona, and we got to the top of a ridge of these red rock outcroppings uh, in the desert and you can see for miles on either side and the kids are just there building rock castles on top of this huge ridge. And uh, Ryan, the dad from the other family kind of looked at me and he's like, well, you can't get this in the textbook, can you? No, <laughs> like, not a chance. Nope. Not a chance. You, you sure can't. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I, and that's what we, re- we like this. Sorry. I was just going to say, we please. really like to say that we're bringing a textbook to life for him um just with all the places we've been the people that he's met and the experiences that we're having it's it's been absolutely phenomenal for him. And he's
0: with mom and dad. So, I was going to say I think exactly. we inter- I think we interviewed the wrong Spencer. Nice to talk to you, but we should be interviewing your son. <laughs> <would have> been- <laughs>
1: uh well if you if you look on Holiday Ramblers YouTube channel I think they have a video of him giving a tour. Yeah, of oh our great great huh You have to watch it because when I when I tell you he's the star of the show, I'm I'm not exaggerating. I apologize
0: <laughs> for not seeing it already, but now I'm going to absolutely go go t- check it out. Yeah, uh,
1: he is he is personality plus and just all the charm to go with it. I
0: was going to ask and, and not going to the dark side here, but I I um, wanted to ask if there if there have been some downsides, I mean, your life sounds wonderful and and, um, Mm -hmm. it's great that you're doing this. It's, it sounds very admirable and and nothing but great vibes. Have there been some things that, that may have, um, you and your wife may have discussed that, you know, at some point we're going to have a a more traditional house?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like with anything in life, right? There's, there's all the, the, the good things that come with it. If you, if you want to find them and then, and there's challenges and there's, sure. there's times where things aren't, aren't fantastic all the time. Uh, despite what, what the, the Instagram feed may, may look like. Yes. Um, you know, when, when we are on the road and it's the three of us, it's amazing because we get to spend all our time together, but it's also challenging because we get to spend all our time together. Understood. Um, you know, date nights are, are hard to come by for my wife and I, um, you know, because we always have our son with us and we don't have a babysitter. We can just call and, and say, Hey, come, or, you know, drop him off at, at his grandparents' house.
0: You fly me out so, and I'm in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, our couch folds out to a sleeper sofa, so, you know, okay. don't, careful what you ask for. Okay, that's right. Um, go, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> please. Um, so, you know, that, that's challenging at times. And, and we, we started our own business uh, to, to make this happen. And, Um, with contract work, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's a little more challenging. So, um, managing the budget sometimes becomes a a bit of tension, but, um, you, you know, like anything else, there's, there's, there's challenges and there's, there's awesome parts. Um, I'm thankful that I'm, I'm a handy person. So I've, I've worked on cars for many years and I'm a woodworker. So thankfully the, the sort of mechanical things that, that, um, that need to be taken care of, whether it's just maintenance items or, um, small things here and there, I can take care of those. So those have become less of a, a thing because I can imagine if, if somebody's not handy and and you're kind of stranded and not knowing what to do and needing to fix something, um, waiting to have somebody come do it, uh, wherever you are could, could be challenging as well. So, um, it's just, it's something you, you learn to adapt to. And if you, if you really want to, to pursue the awesomeness, you know, you're going to have to deal with some of the, some of the tough times too. Maintain and a I, positive I made a post attitude. on, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's really a huge part of it. And I made a post on Instagram the other night, um, kind of to that date night effect. Like we don't, we don't get alone time very often. Um, we've been at a couple campgrounds that'll have hot tubs and we'll, put our son to bed and then we'll put the, the baby monitor on that we can see from our phones and we'll sneak down to the hot tub for an hour if we can um you're bordering on too much information
0: you're bordering on too much information <laughs> keep it clean
1: <laughs> uh we you know to have conversations about uh things things other than monster trucks and gotcha and uh, that's all good that's
0: all good Um, Um, I would be remiss if you wouldn't tell us please the, the way that I'm sure that there's going to be people, uh, even from our podcast, um, who are interested in, in uh, taking a look at what you guys are doing. Could you give us a rundown on where people can find you?
1: Sure. So we kind of, uh, we, we, Decided that when we were doing this, we were going to seek adventure and embrace opportunity. And so we took adventure and opportunity and we slammed them together and we called ourselves the Adventure Tunity Family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you search that on Instagram and YouTube, and we have a website, which is adventuretunityfamily.com. Um, and then we're also on Blackstone Griddle's YouTube channel. Uh, our show is called Destination Delicious. And we also do a guest blog for Holiday Rambler once a month. So if you go to Holiday Rambler's website and go to their blog, you will find um, some articles from us that just kind of detail different topics about living in an RV and how we, how we um, operate daily life and the places that we go and things that we do. Um, so yeah, Adventure Tunity Adventure Family and Holiday Rambler's blog and Blackstone Griddle's YouTube channel. Fantastic. Fantastic! Yeah,
0: this is a good place to to wrap it up. Uh, I think we want to really thank you, Spencer, Spencer Stevens, and his family on the road. Boy, I'm uh, I'm ready to go. It sounds just wonderful. <laughs> um, you, I'm sure you're about half our age and you have a lot of energy. But I just think it's. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being our guest on the Weekly Driver Podcast. Um, we'll be in touch, and um, boy, just best of everything in your travels it just sounds like a a fantastic way to raise a child and to see the united states it sounds great
1: yeah thank you very much for having me guys and it's been a a great pleasure talking to you thank you take care man cheers